0: This is InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's what's happening on this week's show. When it comes to expressing yourself on social media, does your freedom of speech outweigh the rights of your employer? Can the boss fire you for posting something offensive?
1: It's important to narrowly tailor some of the wording in these social media policies to protect the interests of the company while also not infringing on the rights of the employee.
0: Then, Gluten-free is all the rage these days, but how many people are actually gluten-sensitive, and what are the symptoms?
1: There are a few million people in America on a low-gluten or gluten-free diet, but we actually don't know exactly why all those people are on the diet. That could be an overestimate or an underestimate of people with gluten sensitivities.
0: Those two stories and much more are straight ahead on this week's edition of InfoTrack. Stay with us. It all gets underway right after this. InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's your host, Chris Whitting. Social media such as Twitter and Facebook can give anyone a powerful voice. But what happens when an employee posts something that others find offensive or biased? Can the business take action and should it? And what about freedom of speech? Michael Schmidt is vice chair of Cozen O'Connor's Labor and Employment Department in New York, and he also publishes a blog on the topic of social media and employment law. Michael, welcome to the show. Thank you
1: very much for having me.
0: These stories keep popping up in the news. Somebody gets fired or kicked out of school for posting an offensive tweet, for example. Is making a social media blunder a legitimate reason for someone to lose their job?
1: Well, I'm going to give you the favorite lawyer uh, response, and that is, it depends. You are always, as an employer, walking that fine line between, on the one hand, trying to preserve your legitimate business interests and try to govern your employer-employee decisions based on those interests, and on the other hand, needing to comply with the rules of the road that have been developed over the past couple of years when it comes to employee use of social media.
0: So what if, you know, it's an election time and an employee posts something very derogatory about a candidate, but the boss likes that candidate? Is that a legitimate reason to fire someone?
1: Well, one of the things that exists in most states is something referred to as a legal activities law. And what that does is it prohibits employers from taking adverse employment action against the employee because they've engaged in legitimate recreational lawful activities. And activities that they conduct through social media would be included in that regard as well. So an employee speaking about or being involved in political organizations or political related speech or discussion may be protected depending on the circumstances and the nature of the exact conversation
0: now what about freedom of speech which you know is a right enshrined here in the united states does that apply here at all
1: Well, in many respects, it does. I mean, certainly from a constitutional standpoint, it applies to government and state actors. So it doesn't apply directly to the private employer, per se. But what you need to consider is that it also doesn't mean that employers can take any action they want against something that an employee says or does through social media. So, for example, the National Labor Relations Act, which is a federal statute enacted back in the 1930s, it protects what. It's referred to as protected concerted activity, so that if an employee is engaging in activity or is making some sort of statement that falls within that definition, an employer may not just be able to take adverse action against the employee because the company may not like what it says or what was done.
0: Now what about something that, you know, just about everyone would find offensive, let's say some racial epithet or something like that, somebody posts a tweet like that. Do all the rules go out the window at that point?
1: Well, sure, and certainly employees also need to understand that the social media forums and networks have not become the wild wild west so that everything goes. There are certain workplace rules and related workplace policies and practices that still govern here, albeit on the social media and social networking sites so that if there is something that could constitute bullying or something that could be constituting racially offensive actions or statements that took place in person, they are no less inappropriate because they were done or said through social media.
0: We're talking on InfoTrack with Michael Schmidt, vice chair of Cozen O'Connor's Labor and Employment Department in New York, and we're talking about social media and employment law. Michael, it seems like it would make sense for employers to put out a policy for their workplace that outlines what is permissible. Wouldn't that make sense?
1: Certainly, and I think one of the good things that has arisen from all of the news and all of the reporting and stories about these issues is that most companies today know that a social media policy is something that's a good thing and something that they should put together with their other workplace-related policies. Where I think it'd be good to continue the education is precisely what can and should be said within those policies. There are certain things where employers may be going overboard and trying to regulate, or trying to prohibit certain actions and certain statements, while on the other hand, as I mentioned a moment ago, there are some legitimate business interests that should be protected by the employers. So it's important to narrowly tailor some of the wording in these social media policies to protect the interests of the company while also not infringing on the rights of the employee.
0: And I assume a lot of these same rules would apply to an employee maybe having an offensive tattoo that they want to expose at work or uh, even wearing a button that has some slogan on it that others find offensive. Same kind of rules would apply?
1: Yes, and that's where you start going down again this slippery slope of how subjective is the word offensive or the word inappropriate is it something simply that the employer doesn't like because it doesn't mesh with the employer's particular values or the type of activity that the employer engages in or is it something that is reasonably and objectively harming a legitimate business interest or may be deemed to be offensive as the conduct might exist in the workplace for example having a broad and vague policy that you can't wear any insignia on your Your buttons are on your hat other than a company logo may violate the rules of the road because it arguably infringes on the employee's right to promote unions or make some other type of protected concerted speech oftentimes people think that they post things and sometimes even post things anonymously or under pseudonyms that they either can't be tracked or there is no consequence for what is being tweeted or put out there. So there is no ban everything, regulate everything, and there certainly isn't we've got to allow every individual and every employee to post whatever he or she wants. It's really about developing the appropriate mindset from both the employee side and the company side as to what is permissible, what may not be permissible, and how do you manage the realities that employees are using social media more and more often these days.
0: And I guess people can make a blunder on social media and they think, well, if I delete this, it'll just go away. But unfortunately, that's not the case with the Internet, right? And these things will just kind of take on a life of their own.
1: Well, I always like to say delete does not mean delete. And I'm certainly not the most technological savvy person that you'll ever meet. But I do know that simply pressing the delete button doesn't mean that it is not obtainable and not accessible. And so you need to go in with the mindset of if I'm posting this or if I am putting this out there, it is out there and I lose some measure of control over who's accessing it and who's viewing it.
0: And this, of course, doesn't just go for messages, but photos and videos as well, I guess certainly Michael Schmidt vice chair of Cozen O'Connor's labor and employment department in New York publisher and editor of a blog devoted to the interplay of social media and employment law and you can check that out at socialmediaemploymentlawblog.com Michael thank you so much for joining us today on InfoTrack
1: thank you again for having me it was a pleasure
0: next gluten-free diets are very trendy but how many people really need them The answer may surprise you. Coming up. Stick around. There's more InfoTrack straight ahead.